Hello, welcome to Raja Reads. I'm Masood Raja, and on this channel, I introduce you to books from different parts of the world, but mostly from what we call the post-colonial nation states. Today, I have a really special book that I would like you to take a look at. I would love to introduce it to you, and it is Hayati by Miriam Cook. Hayati by Miriam Cook. Now, Hayati in Arabic means life, but it means my life. So literally the book translates that, the title translates that as my life, which is also the subtitle of the novel. Miriam Cook is a dear friend of mine, but also a great scholar of Arab films and Arab literature and taught for most of her adult life at Duke University and just recently retired. Hayati is the only novel that she wrote, and I've taught it several times. So before I go into the plot of the novel and what the story the story is set in Israel and Palestine. And it deals with two temporalities, 1948 when the State of Israel was created, and then we are in 1981, uh, 1991, I apologize, during the time of the first Gulf War, the first invasion of Iraq by U.S. forces and their allies. And the story is about three generations of Palestinian women. That's the crucial point. It is a story driven by the lives of three generations of Palestinian women. Men are on the periphery of the story. That's an important distinction to make. Another important distinction to make in the novel is that this is not a Muslim Arab family. This is a Christian Arab family. Now, you can take whatever you want from that, but I think part of the reason behind it could be that there are quite a lot of Christian Palestinians and that fact is usually forgotten in the Western media. For example, in the West Bank, 7% of the Palestinians are Christians and they have lived together in peace you know, for centuries. So that's an important thing to mind, to keep in mind. Now the novel is really interesting in terms of style. It does two things. The entire novel is told in these brief vignettes which are offered to us as journal entries. Okay, Just as if you would write a journal entry for any particular age. The other thing is that the plot is not arranged in a regular temporality. There are time jumps. In one entry, you could be in 1959. In another one, you are in the contemporary time. And every chapter is entitled by the name of a character, right? So in order to really make sense of it, okay, what I would highly recommend, and she does that brilliantly here, is she gives us a chronology, okay, of historical events. So it would be interesting for you to follow. Anytime you're reading an entry, look at the date and see where does it fall in the chronology so it makes, the novel makes you do extra work to figure out where the story is at a certain time. 
Now the main characters are our main narrator with whom the story starts and her name is Asiya and her sister Afaf. They are both siblings. Afaf is younger. Now Asiya is the one who is educated and as you learn within the novel she has an inter-religious inter-faith marriage. Her husband is Jewish and they have to deal with the consequences of that while living in Israel, right? and she's also entrepreneurial she's the one who starts a local school basically she's the one who runs the family their father has been pretty ineffectual because of the trauma of the early encounters with the haganah with the zionist militias during the time of israeli independence or creation of israel afaf is the one upon whom the story ends throughout the novel she is completely silent now we are given hints that she is not naturally voiceless but that she has made a willed choice not to speak from her early childhood but one thing that she is good at is she paints and at a certain point in the novel asia realizes that she doesn't just paint randomly she paints the future and that's the magical part of the novel it's not announced as magical but any time she paints she has these dark visions and asia realizes that afaf can not only see the future she can paint it okay and by the end of the novel as you reach afaf's entries right you have to sift through the chronology as i mentioned that is when afaf comes to voice right here she is having just taken care of her aggressor dragging her mother out of a burning house and that's when she speaks for herself because she says now i have arrived i will live and this is who i am so overall on the surface is the story of struggles of three generations of women three generations of palestinian women and then it's the story of one of them afaf finally finding her voice and coming to be a fully realized person in her own right as an independent autonomous woman on a larger scale it's a very subtle story of the tragedy of the Palestinian refugees and the Palestinian inhabitants of state of Israel and occupied territories because without referring to the wars too openly what it traces is the impact of a refugee situation of a situation of being in a constant conflict zone what does it do to people but how is it that women in these conflict situations become the active force that carries the culture from one generation to another so women instead of being victims are represented here as agents who not only decide their own destinies but also carry the fate of their families and their future in their hand there are quite a few other complex parts of the story too which of course you can explore as you read it there's also a lot of secondary work on the book and if not about this book about the oeuvre of Miriam Cook and i would highly recommend that you read now what kind of a reader does it require of course an attentive and patient reader but a reader who 
will not be worried about the experimental nature of the novel who wouldn't be who doesn't expect just a linear narrative so if you're trained enough in reading complex literary novels you will have no problem with this novel only if you keep the chronological sequence as provided by the author in mind now you cannot also expect a fast paced narrative but what you will get is the brevity and the impact of that brevity that conciseness of these journal entries so keep in mind it is offered to you as collected journal entries of different characters and there is a lot of detail here even though it looks very simple but if you read it carefully enough i mean with a little bit of love right not only would you get to know the internal stories of the palestinian people but particularly the struggles and resilience of the palestinian women this family but many other families like that but you will also learn what causes the trauma what causes people to go silent and inactive and then how do they take their agency back like a faf does at the end of the novel so in a way novel can teach you all these things that we usually associate with any conflict situations now a uh, subscriber to the channel had asked me to also add hints about what possible research could be done on this novel now obviously i already do that about so many books on my other channel post colonialism and i'm trying to keep this one simply as a channel that introduces good and cool books but if you are interested in doing research and if you are interested in israeli palestine conflict this novel could be a very good chapter in your dissertation because it deals with those issues but it gives us an artistic rendering of the conflict but also a rendering in which we learn through the lives of these characters as to how the perpetual trauma of war impacts families but also how does it impact the private sphere so called the family sphere and what happens to people when they are up against these powers that are larger than them right and how do they cope with it how does the family structure sustain itself right how do women become the careers of a culture and they become the ones who save their families and save their cultures despite the hardships of war and trauma so i think those are all some of the areas in which you can take your research if you were to write about this particular novel alone or if you were to write about palestinian and israeli conflict or palestinian and israeli lives so overall i highly recommend this novel to anyone who is curious and who wants to read books that are not easy to assimilate but also books that tell us the stories of different cultures and in this case Palestinian culture which is often not so seriously written about or engaged with in United States and Europe and this also is kind of a different novel because it doesn't just represent the story of Palestinian victimhood I mean if you look at what's produced about Palestine the only permissible storytelling in the west is when someone represents them as victims right but this novel 
is about the Palestinian resilience carried by the actions of women. And that, I think, is also another layer which makes it a fascinating read and a fascinating and a wonderful novel to write about if you're a researcher or a reviewer. That's all I have. Thank you so much for joining me. And as always, do let me know what you think, what you, what you feel. And if you read it, what did, do you feel about the novel? And I'll be happy to respond to your comments. I hope you all are taking care of your, yourself in this pandemic and staying safe and taking care of others around you. That is what I teach, taking care of others. So I will now see you next time. Until then, as always, from me, peace and love.